Welcome to the Send Nutrition Podcast, where we discuss horse health, nutrition, training and performance. Welcome to episode two of the Send Nutrition Podcast. You're with your hosts, Brian and Peter. Brian, how are you today? I'm good, Peter, how are you? Good, thank you. We're back again for our second episode. Yeah, we didn't take, get taken off the air. No, no, not yet, not yet. <laughs> um, and welcome to all our listeners as well who, who have come back for, for our second podcast here. So today we're going to talk about a big question that we constantly get asked is, should I rug my horse? This topic basically stemming on the back of an article Brian did in May 2018 um, about the subject of, of rugging horses. Um, it went a bit viral. There was over 500,000 reach on, on Facebook. I think 2.3 thousand shares and about 1,200 comments. Numerous times when Brian and I have been driving out seeing a lot of clients, especially in the middle of summer, it'll be 40 degrees, um, especially in Brisbane, it's, it's very humid and we see horses in the middle of a, of a paddock with a big, big rug um, and we're just sort of scratching our heads and going, what is going on? Yeah, and we can't help but wonder how much sweating is going on underneath that rug and us humans, we don't wear a jumper in summer, and it's just like putting a jumper on your horse. Correct, 100%. And I think this podcast is more about just trying to let our listeners know, obviously, the pros and cons of, of rugging, when should we, when we shouldn't. Um, probably the biggest factor is, um, and this is a big difference between, obviously, humans and horses, the thermoneutral zone. So maybe, Brian, you can, if you can go into it just for our listeners and maybe just discuss the difference between humans and horses? Yeah, so the thermal neutral zone, it's a temperature range where you maintain your body temperature but have no additional energy expenditure. So what that means is the body doesn't have to work to lower or raise its body temperature between these temperatures. So for a horse, the range is five to 25 degrees. For a human, it's a lot narrower at 25 to 30 degrees. And that means that below 25 degrees, a human feels cold, but below five degrees, a horse feels cold. And this has been estimated through studies. If you feel cold, your ho- it doesn't necessarily equate to your horse feeling cold. That's a very great mm-hmm. point. Like the buffer for humans is only about five degrees, yeah. but for horses, you're looking at closer to sort of 2025, yeah. So why do horses have this large gap? And the difference between a horse and a human is they've got a fur coat, um, we've got skin. So the horse's fur coat is excellent at preventing heat loss. It holds the heat better than we do with, our, with just our skin. So when a when horse chews hay or, or any sort of feed, um, that fermentation process basically works like um, you know, like coal to a fire, pretty much. Like the the food obviously gets gets fermented, and that creates heat, and then that heat basically heats the horse. Is, it, is that correct, Brian? Yeah. Yep. And then and then basically the you know the horse's scope um, keeps the heat inside inside and sort of um, you know works as a as a blanket almost. And what over rugging does is it slows the horse's metabolic rate. And as they don't need to expel the energy to keep warm because I've got the rug there, um, the issue with this is it leads to weight gain when there's excess calories in the diet um, because the metabolic rate is slower. So that leads to fat gain or fat deposits. So that's that's a key fact for, for our listeners as well to consider that obviously um, if it is going to hinder performance and you keep doing it for an extended period of time, 
that means your horse is going to take a lot longer to get fit. So that's a valid point. Um, how do we basically determine, Brian, the temperature of, of, of your horse or, or our horses? So the best position is to place your hand in the rug behind the wither. If this is damp, then it would indicate that the horse is sweating and it probably is too warm to have the, the rug on. Their natural physiology is to cope with cooler temperatures and adjust their metabolic rate according to these, these temperatures. Is that why brine horses grow a longer coat in the winter time? Yeah, that's their natural reaction. So as our listeners can, can see, horses naturally adapt to, to warm weather and, you know, and cooler weather. So you know, by putting on a big, a big thick rug when a horse doesn't need it, um, you know, we can be causing a lot more, you know, more good than bad. So rugging affects a horse's yeah, so coat, okay. basically it compresses the actual hair on the horse where over a longer period of time that hair stays compressed and it doesn't act like an insulator because the heat can't get trapped yep. in in the hair slash the skin is that correct yeah that's right so rugging inhibits the function of the hair follicle to do the job that it's supposed to do so there's some in some circumstances when you over rug the horse is actually colder than an unrugged horse because it's preventing yeah, the, the hairs just to puff up to buffer that um, heat loss. And if we get back to nature, the horse's coat's always a lot longer and a lot thicker in the, in the winter time. Um, and that's naturally to, to keep a lot more heat in. So obviously, you know, the horse prepares for that naturally with a, with a longer coat in the winter time. Yeah, so what we see in winter is we get a lot of people saying, oh, my horse has dropped weight, I've just got to up their calories. and. That is true if you're not rugging because the metabolic rate is, is increasing. So you've got to keep that roughage in particular up to them so that they create that heat furnace inside. Correct, correct. How do horses cool their body, Brian? So the, the horse will either lower its metabolism and will eat less so there's less internal heat produced. Uh, they'll seek shelter from direct sunlight if there is shade available in the paddock. They, can, they also cool their body through sweating and this increases their respiratory rate and it dilates their blood vessels. Brian, let's go into some of the health issues from overrugging. So chronic overrugging can lead to reduced thyroid gland function because the horse is unable to control its own body temperature. And electrolyte imbalance can form from overrugging, obviously as mentioned previously with the horse um, sweating, sweating. Yeah, to so try to cool its body down. Yeah, the electrolytes are lost through sweat. So um, unless electrolytes are being replaced on a heavily rugged horse, chances are that horses will be dehydrated. Yep. As you say all the time, rubbing be the pay Paul, because <laughs> you're causing the electrolyte imbalance by overrugging, then you're replacing it, so spending more money on electrolytes. Brian, I think we need to go into when should we rug our horse? So. There are a few occasions when you really should rug your horse and, and one of them is if they're older than 20 years of age and they're no longer, they can no longer self-regulate their body temperature. You, sh you should rug your horse in the winter time to slow down their metabolic rate if they're a little bit short on condition or they're severely under, underweight. That, that doesn't mean increasing their hard feed or grain intake that that means increasing the roughage increasing fiber sources and even fat sources um, just to promote a better hindgut environment in regards to an itchy horse um, we highly recommend that horses be rugged to to protect them from insect bites 
um, in like the natural environment. It's a good protection, particularly as they will cause irritation to the horse's skin or, and make them inflamed. So yeah, we, we also review the whole diet to make sure it's got more omega-3 sources and that'll really help the immune system. Yeah, and additionally, if you do clip your horse, they'll require a rug at a slightly higher temperature. We do recommend horses get rugged during competitions for a few hours a day, um, but also do recommend to, to leave them out in the sun for a few hours just to get that vitamin D. Yeah, so the, the sun is quite underrated to have, have the sun on the horse's back. Um, one very interesting thing is vitamin D is actually a hormone. So what a hormone is, it is produced in one place in the horse and is but delivers a message. So. The message that vitamin D does for your horse is it corrects blood calcium levels. So this enables proper function for bones, joints and muscles. So being vitamin D deficient is going to have an impact on your horse's overall health and skeletal health. Um, so vitamin D increases calcium absorption, it's immune system boosting and even recent research is, is showing if a horse has low vitamin D levels, um, they're more prone to inflammatory airways disease. So yeah, it's, it's a very important aspect for your horse and something that rugging can prevent a natural level of, so they, they must get it in their diet or from the sun. What, what other benefits does the sun have? So in the 1950s, Dr. Joanna Budwick um, was a German biochemist and she did research into the actual sun and the electrons. So following on what Brian just said, the sun's rays um, have, a positive, have a positively charged electrons, as well as the sun oil that also has positively charged electrons. So if, if our listeners can imagine the horse's body um, is, is like a battery and, and the sun oil is basically um, like fuel for the battery and then the sun with the positive electrons hits the horse's coat and it charges that battery so that's basically going to charge the battery giving the horse more energy hence why the coat is shiny hence why they feel a lot better it's the feel good endorphins from the sunlight as well just Correct. with hormone production you know horses are pretty smart creatures if they're in the middle of a paddock obviously unless they've got you know unless they've got no trees um, obviously yeah, they should be rugged but if there's trees are the shelter around their horses naturally when they get too hot will naturally go and stand behind a tree to get a bit of shade and, and, and you know, have a rest from the sun and then they'll go back into the sunlight when they, when they need it. So ideally, you know, unless it's, it's minus, you know, minus two, minus three, and it's you know, freezing with snow, um, we recommend having the horses you know, unrugged during the, during the day mm. and then obviously in the evenings to, to put a lighter rug on. Yeah. And also, if, if horses are coming into competition, we, you know, we highly recommend to rug them for, for a couple of hours, but then obviously take the rug off as well to give them a few hours of sunlight. Yeah, so the main point is the sunlight. So, yes, rug in, at the night time, but try and get the sun on their backs because they, they benefit immensely from the points before. It's, I think it's more a battle of trying to get a happy medium, obviously. You know, protecting that coat, obviously having a horse happy, but not rugging a horse to the point where it's sweating and it's losing electrolytes and it's getting dehydrated. And that could cause a lot more problems in the long run. Thanks for listening to episode two of the Sun Nutrition Podcast. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe, share amongst your family and friends, and we'll have another episode to you very shortly.